Welcome, everybody, to Breaking the Rules, Vanderpump Ones, with your host, Amber Casto. Hello, everybody. This is Nick Casto. Welcome to episode 11, Mistress in Distress. (laughs) We actually... um, we went a little viral on TikTok, so uh, we wanted to skip ahead, and we are moving and going to go ahead and start covering the episode that is airing right now. I'm sure we're going to circle back around because we're also going to be releasing an episode today or tomorrow, um, season one, episode two, so still recapping the beginning seasons, but really excited to jump into what is occurring right now. It was just really hard for us to keep up and sharing content and it really making sense with the audience. Without without giving everything away, it's kind of hard to to talk about it. Episode one. Yeah. So, um, and we are sharing a mic again tonight. We had a little mishap with mics, so we do have some equipment on the way, and hopefully you guys can hear us okay. And I'm super excited and super thankful for everybody that joined our TikTok page and downloaded the episodes yes. that we had released. Um, love that you guys are listening. Uh, please reach out to us. Uh, if you guys definitely reach out to us, it's breaking the rules of Vanderpump and um, breaking the rules of VP on TikTok. So uh, the first was Instagram. Um, so please reach out to us and tell us, uh, give us content. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us your opinion on the current episode and we'll definitely share those opinions and uh, give some shout outs. So, uh, Mistress in Distress. (laughs) Um, This episode starts out post-wedding and the Mexico trip with the make-out session. So, uh, pretty interesting. Um, It starts at Sheena and Brock's apartment. Mm -hmm. And they're writing thank you notes. And it it made me laugh. Like, (laughs) this is like the worst thing ever about getting married is writing thank you notes. You know, you're... A crappy person if you don't do it but you're like it's such a big deal and handwritten ones yeah. are such a big deal so just takes a lot of time and then the but these were very very short um little excerpts that they were doing there i will say they was really really good intro um love seeing the shots that they do mm-hmm. when they cross over la and the different places mm-hmm. that's pretty neat um, the next clip was James and Allie's apartment. Uh, they were talking about uh, the makeout between Schwartz and um, uh, Rochelle, <laughs> yeah. which I, I loved. I saw that online and I loved it, Rachel. like Rochelle, because they, you know Coachella and yeah. and everything that happened at Rochelle. Like um, <clears throat> but it made me laugh because Allie said that she doesn't see them together because. He's four years old mm-hmm. and wears PJs. <laughs> he's a child. Oh, he is. He's a man child. Yeah. But what really made me laugh is that, dude, she's with a dude that wears sequin bell bottoms. So, right. Allie, I think you read that one a little <laughs> bit wrong. Um, she doesn't care what they wear. She doesn't care what they're about. She doesn't care if they have morals. Mm-hmm. Like, there's very little standards when it comes to Rochelle these days, I think. <laughs> uh 
Um, they moved to the park with Charlie and Rachel, and they were doing some kind yeah, of photo, like shoot. photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, it was really dumb. <laughs> then it was Schwartz's apartment for the dog exchange. Um, as soon as Katie walked in, you know, he starts like... God you know, damn, we, I'm so stressed. We don't have any kitchen staff. Yeah. Every, and we're supposed to open this week. Yeah, he's like, like complaining. What, what do we do? And what does Katie do? Katie's like, oh man, I'm that really sounds, sorry. That sounds horrible. I'll see you later. <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. The most liberating scene you could have ever handed Katie was yeah. right there. Like... And it even said, she said, it was very liberating for her to just be able to walk away and not have to deal with it. It is not your worries anymore. It isn't. It's, it's honestly, it shouldn't even be Schwartz's worries. He should have walked away a long time ago. I I hate this for, uh, but the, they have no kitchen staff, uh, Tom, as soon as she walks out, though, Tom picks up <laughs> yep. the phone like a He's little crybaby bitch <laughs> and calls <laughs> Sandoval and is like, she's so mean. She didn't even talk to me. It was like 30 seconds. Yeah, she like, didn't care about the restaurant. Yeah. No, Ooh. no one cares because you don't care. Like the owners don't care. You got to. It's not a priority for them. There. Yep. Why would it be a priority for anybody else? Uh, it, it was, I just, it was a crybaby. He said, I did nothing wrong, like, three times. Mm-hmm. I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Um, she's blowing this out of proportion in his confessional. I think she's making this a bigger deal than any time that I ever truly cheated on her in our relationship, which is laughable. It. It's a boundary. She set a boundary, and you mm-hmm. crossed it. So yep. that's what happens when you set boundaries. Uh, he even said, if if you and Katie get married, talking about Sandoval, I would fully support you guys. I'd support her yeah. no matter what she does, which is a total joke <laughs> because the immediate thing that Sandoval says, which, by the way, he was in a confessional whenever Schwartz called right. him. He's in a confessional, and he, you know, they're not going to say a whole lot, but it was almost like he was making a joke. Because, you know, at this point, he has to have known about the one-night stand. Right. That happened between them in August. So, he knows there was a one-night stand, and he has to have some kind of thought that there may be something else going on there. Like, Mm -hmm. there's some kind of thought in the back of your, your head as a friend. Like, I... As a friend, you're going to... It's not judging, but it is thoughts in yeah. the back of your head. That's and, all it is. And they're beyond friends. <laughs> they truly are. So, like, they read each other's minds, I think. But he said back to him, Sandoval, funny you should say that. And I felt like it was an intro, and he laughed. Don't, don't even start that, man. <laughs> like, I have a secret on you. Mm-hmm. That was an egg to me. That was an Easter egg, for sure. So they they move next to the park again with uh, Charlie and and Rochelle. <laughs> Charlie immediately tells her that she had brunch with Katie the day before, and that Katie told her what she did. Mm-hmm. That you know they did it in front of a crowd of people cheering. Really, just telling uh, Rochelle that she 
thought that she was better than that. Like, she really thinks that she has more morals mm-hmm. and standards for herself than that. That it was their anniversary weekend, which, you know, I mean... I'm not expecting anybody that he makes out with from here on out to know what anniversaries they have or or what dates mean something to them. No one cares about that in the next world that he's living in. Uh, I do get that they met up and kind of celebrated that while they were there. Mm -hmm. I think they're in the same friend group, so it's almost impossible that she didn't know about that. So I guess I'm not really knocking Rochelle when she was like, you know, I don't really care that it was their anniversary. But just the the fact that all of this is taking place, especially in that like Big Bird outfit, the pink Big Bird outfit (laughs) confessional that she has on. I can't I can't even take her seriously as she's waving her arms in the air and I feel like she's going to (laughs) start flying at any moment. Like she's she's the fucking pink Big Bird. The eyes even match. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, she says, Rochelle is in her confessional, and mm. she says, you know, she tells Charlie, if you think we're going to date, we're not dating. And she, it, you know, pans to her confessional. She talks about how, you know, she really did not think that... Um, he wanted anything to do with her, Schwartz. So that's why she is not pursuing it. Not because she doesn't want to hurt Katie's feelings. Not because everybody thinks that she's being a douchebag or crossing boundaries that, you know, somebody she has to work with has set forth. But because he, she doesn't want to be Debbie Desperado <laughs> because he doesn't want to be with her. Right. So it made me wonder... If Schwartz would have been interested in her back in early summer, would we be here? Hmm. Would we even have a scandal to talk about? It is. But I also saw where Rachel uh, admitted that she'd be down to date Schwartz. Yeah. (laughs) But he doesn't want to date her. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's That's, what I was... Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, she did tell her, uh, Charlie, that she was getting ready to go on a date with Oliver. So, he's yeah. coming into town. Oliver is Garcelle's son, crossover here from Beverly Hills Housewives. Not a huge fan of Garcelle. Um, Me either. I'm a big Kyle fan. My poor husband, he has to watch all of this shit with me. Yep. So, he just knows and... Really, if I'm being honest, these are the ones he tolerates the most. For <laughs> sure. Like... Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm, uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. I think that's about it when it comes to Bravo shows that you tolerate. Maybe. 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 He's saying maybe because there's probably one on that list that he's not tolerating. You can't tell them all. (laughs) The next shot took us to Schwartz and Sandy's. Both the Toms are sitting down there. Uh... Talking about how they're not going to open. Schwartz talks about having this new optimism after realizing they're not going to open on the 31st. Uh, Brett, their manager, comes in. Yeah, he's the general manager. And he tells them, uh, you know, that the booth, like upholstery guy, just quit. And that their machine stopped working or something so while they were in mexico like it was funny because he said how was your trip and they were like 
oh, it was so refreshing, <laughs> so relaxing. Like, they were, like, yeah. being such douchebags. Because right. you could tell when he walked in, he was stressed out. Like, the look on his face was, I'm stressed the fuck out and about to sit down and tell you about it. And you're like, oh, I'm so serene back from vacay. Let me dump this on you. Yeah. But he tells them that uh, he fired the kitchen manager. Yes. And that, at that, ladies and gentlemen, is the moment in which uh, Tom Sandoval comes unhinged. <laughs> uh, he sure did. He loses his shit. He starts screaming. Um, and he says, you know, uh, we, it's empty words is what Schwartz tells him. Because he's mm-hmm. like, we, we have to open. And he's like, you know, you understand. Keep, keep saying that. It's empty words. Yeah. It means nothing else. Because no one's taking it serious. Right. <laughs> and it's... It's just, you know, he said we can serve potato chips. Yeah, that's the solution. We have to open. We, we have, will open. Even if we serve potato chips. Potato chips <laughs> and liquor. Yeah. Sounds fantastic, doesn't it? I'll Let's, get the uh, Tostitos and Lay's. And I mean, they are screaming, <laughs> downright screaming at one another. And then they're just staring into each other's eyes. And then they just start evilly laughing. And they're like, hey, you want to go do a shot? Yeah. It's, is, like, I have a question. How we fix it. You guys, is this how bar life works? Like, if you're running a bar or a restaurant? Because, like, I'm a corporate rat. So, I mean, granted, we get on the phone, and when we're candidate in a senior leaders meeting, like, we're throwing F-bombs and laughing and having mm-hmm. a good time. But... We are not, like, screaming in each other's faces and, like, veins popping out, mad at one another. And then we're like, okay, let's do a shot. (laughs) You want to do a shot? It's going to make it all better. Now, where I worked, I think we would just go step out back and have it out with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um... It, it cracked me up because it said, Tom goes, we are striving for perfection and we just need to lay down perfection. Nobody's an A+. Plus. He's like, it's it's like the way I think when I perform. You know, performers are B-plus performers. They're never A-plus performers. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. No, they're not, Tom. You may not think that people are, are A-plus performers. I'm not sure why, though, because if you think you are a B-plus performer? What the fuck world am I living in right now? Like, this is not real. It's not realistic. Like, he lives in a delusional, self-centered world. Absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. Like, it's absolutely insane. So, the next shot moves to Tom and Ariana's house. Mm -hmm. Um, Katie is coming over there and they're going to make some sandwiches. She arrives, uh, looking all dapper and stuff. You can tell she really concentrated on her outfit that day. I put up, (laughs) you laughed at it and it was funny because I put it up on TikTok and somebody said she was shouting out her share. I was thinking more like 90s R&B with the hat, like Queen Latifah. It definitely was 90s R&B, especially yeah. with the sweater vest. Like, yeah. you you hit it for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I know my 90s R&B. I wasn't hating it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's definitely Katie's style, for sure. Like, yeah. that's that's how Katie dresses, and, and she owns it. I think she looks super cute. That's Katie's way. But they immediately started talking. She mm-hmm. tells them about the exchange with the dogs. And so, you know, Tom sits there quietly mm-hmm. while this conversation's happening because, you know, he already knows that it happened. He's just taking the notes and... He is. Reporting back to his boyfriend. I mean, they tell they do tell him that they signed the lease and that they're really excited about that. And he's jealous. He is. He <laughs> explains in his confessional that they got cheap rent, that they got a really great location, that, you know, it's a small place. They have a lot less to worry about. It just sounds and like... no partners. Yeah. It just sounds like bitching and complaining. And I'm going to be honest... You are the shitty partner, Tom yes. Sandoval. You are the reason your restaurant did not open until, you know, mid... Yeah. What was it? Mid, Mid-November mid or October? <laughs> I can't even remember. I have to look it up. I really do need to look that up. Between his, you know, extracurricular activities, you know, of the Sandoval and the most extras coming first over his business it's it's stupid it is it's stupid it is really ridiculous they you know katie explains that she is upset because he crossed boundaries Mm -hmm. you know when they split up they set boundaries Yes. And this makes perfect sense to me. She's not saying that he's this, like, that he's an evil, horrible person because he kissed someone, because mm-hmm. he made out with someone. Mm-hmm. She's saying that when they split up, they decided we still want to be friends because we're better friends. Yeah. And to do that, this is what it will take. We can't date coworkers and people in our friend group. And not only did he cross that boundary, but he did it in public with a crowd that was cheering. (laughs) So if you think that that is like crossing boundaries with like red flags in your hand, like a bouquet of red flags in each arm. Let me cross these boundaries and let me reach back and look at you and wave. Let me smile at you. You you fucking asshole. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like fool me once. It's just stupid. It is. It, it, Tom doesn't, Sandoval doesn't get it. You know, he he thinks that she's raking him. He's like, they were just two decent people that just hooked up with yeah. each other and kissed, you know, like decent looking people. He says some of the stupidest <laughs> he shit. He's like, you know, they're in Mexico and two hot people making out. No, he even didn't <laughs> say they were hot. He said they were decent looking, like... Here's my thing. You didn't even you didn't even say they were hot. It's so funny. It's so stupid. Uh, Katie says Raquel is a whore, and I sh- Katie says Rochelle <laughs> is a whore. It, and as cringy as it is, Ariana takes up for her. She's like she's not a whore. Nobody's paying her to do anything. Okay. I'm going to redefine the definition of whore, Ariana, because I'm sure you are probably redefining it in your mind right now, too, after watching this. The The definition of a whore to me is somebody that would do something in the, the weight of sexual uh, pleasures that 
are intuitive of their own gain, but hurtful to other people, especially people that they know and love. And whether or not, like, I don't know who labeled a whore as somebody that gets paid for sex. Maybe it was the dictionary. Maybe you guys are all going to be like, Miriam fucking did it, bitch. I mean, I just say, slut. (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, but, you know, he definitely is taking up for her. He... It just uh, it's crazy to listen to it. You, it's it's insane. It is. It, it she they they start then talking. You know he mentions Joe, mm-hmm. who is who is living. It's Schwartz's Schwartz, roommate, yeah. which um, is a female. She is actually uh, Kristen Dowdy's uh, crazy friend. Uh, Katie's like. What do you know, Kristen Dowdy's crazy friend? Because Kristen Dowdy's crazy AF, so that's <laughs> insane. Um, but I love Kristen, so uh, shout out to you, Kristen. I can say that I listened to Kristen's podcast, and she spilled the beans. She did a thirty-minute emergency podcast after this episode aired, and said that the day after Scandaval broke. Mm-hmm. That she was at Ariana's house and Joe texted her the most vile thing and that we're going to see it on camera. She couldn't talk about it because she filmed that day, but we're going to see it. So I'm anxious to now see what exactly she texted. Uh, But apparently she texted something vile to Ariana. So there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely a lot going on there. Mm -hmm. The... Next scene that we have is uh, See You Next Tuesday. Uh, Lisa busts the staff for gum, chewing gum immediately. And what Uh, makes me laugh is she's been busting staff for that shit for like a decade. I didn't even catch that part. Oh, man. She used to bust. Oh, my gosh. I swear to you, Jax's belly is full of gum. (laughs) Full of chewing gum. Him and Stassi. Stassi and he always had gum in their mouth and she refused, like, she hates it. So, uh, she immediately went and was talking to James Mm -hmm. and asked him how Mexico was. He spills the beans about Rochelle and Schwartzy making out. Yeah. It pans to his confessional and then he makes my whole fucking night. (laughs) He says, you know... Everybody thinks I'm jealous because Lisa says, you're just jealous. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not jealous. She'll make out with Peter. Sweaty Pe- Peter. She'll make out with sweaty Peter <laughs> after a 12-hour shift. And then, with my horrible English accent. And then and then she'll make out with Mr. Buzz Buttons. And I'm fairly certain that he meant Benjamin Buttons. But it was the low-key, the best fucking moment of the entire Fucking episode. Oh, so hard. Oh, Mr. Buzz Buttons. <laughs> and if you did not catch that little uh, part, it's up on our TikTok now. Yeah. And I even did a side-by-side. And he ain't wrong, y'all. It's pretty close. To Motherfucker there. looks like Benjamin <laughs> Buttons, for sure. <laughs> God, I love you, James. I live for your fucking He's confessionals. So I wish you did not hate podcasts. And I hope you still listen to podcasts. I know you hate doing them, but I hope you still listen to them. Uh, definitely laughed way too hard at him 
the next scene was the Tom yeah. sitting at the table. Mm. This was probably the scene that gave me the biggest creeps right. all night long. And <laughs> we've seen so many clips of it circulating online. There's one up on our page. Uh, the worst part for me, I mean, and he immediately was like, I haven't seen you, you know, Schwartz, I haven't seen you since then. You know, he took her hand. He feels bad because I think he was just doing it, liberating. He says, you know, she told me not to do it. It's like, don't touch the grass. Mm -hmm. You know, don't step on the grass. He's got to step on the grass. Oh, yeah. He, he can't. He it's, can't help it. He, he really can't help it. But in the same, same sense, neither can Sandoval, apparently. Right. But they're sitting there. Uh, they invite Rochel to sit down with them. Yeah. Seemingly sits right yeah, between them. And then Tom Schwartz looks at him and he's like, let's share some cheese balls. <laughs> what, what else? <laughs> what else are you sharing besides some cheese balls? Yeah. I'm just curious. That's been my question for weeks. Yeah, this is Nick's theory all along, is that there was a little bit of menage a trois between yeah. the three of them for some time. There's possibly the Eiffel Tower going on. <laughs> I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Somebody please message me. Yeah. I'm so just confused on the it. Eiffel Tower. You keep telling me to visualize this shit. And I am afraid to look it up online because I'm afraid it will alter my fucking search forever. It's not Google. Like, it'll alter my Google search. Hell, my phone's probably hearing this right now. It's going to alter my fucking Google search anyway. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, Anyway, he... Lisa looks at him and he's like, she, she's like, you are enjoying this so much. Look mm -hmm. at that smile on your face. And the smile he had was straight up fucking pedophile. Yeah, I still have the creeps <laughs> at night over it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It is weird. And I even made a, a sticker out of it. I'm going to bring it back at some point, the sticker of him. Because he even stuck his tongue through like, his teeth in yeah. that smile. Like when I did the sticker, it... It's so demented like, yeah. with that mustache. I actually had people commenting on the scene with Katie and them and saying that, uh, Katie and Ariana and him, and saying that they needed their own show. Rochelle and Sandoval needed their own show because oh they carried God. the whole season. <laughs> I honestly said... Only by their lies. I just threw up in my mouth <laughs> because <laughs> the ratings that called... Well, the ratings called. They needed Lala and James back. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. I, I can't go an episode without the two of them. They they both make me laugh. They I live for their confessionals and, and shit. Um, but, you know, Schwartz even says, you know, he's not feeling it. He said he's not really wanting a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, he even spills the beans on Watch What Happens Live the week before that, talking about how he thinks he'll never be married again. So I think he really, and I honestly don't think he wanted to get married at all. You know, maybe the real story is, is that Ariana and Tom Schwartz were supposed to be together because Ariana seems to be able to go without sex for mm. long periods of time. It is very weird to me. And Schwartz goes without sex for long periods of time. Like maybe that's the, the key. They yeah. should have gotten together and they would have been a perfect match. They should have just switched. They also both like to make out with people. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, they, uh, it, 
he t- Sandoval tells Rochelle that Katie says she's a fucking whore. Right. It pans to her confessional. Then she talks about how she's grown and she has so <laughs> much growth and she wouldn't do that. Uh, she, you know, she's, uh, it's, it's draining her battery. Um, it's, it's really, it was, she was crying. It was so fucking it, fake. It was. Uh, it, it really, it, if that's, she leaves and gets, and Sandoval gets up to follow her mm-hmm. from the table. Like, are you all right? I have to stop and make sure you're okay. Which just, this shit, I mean, if I would have seen this, I would have, be, I would have been on alert, motherfuckers. Right. This whole season would have put the whole entire... Ariana, you didn't see it, but the public would have motherfucking seen this. We are snake eyes. Like, we catch things. We catch little little tiny (laughs) tidbits in your videos and vlogs. Like, we're catching it. I don't know how somebody didn't catch it in Sheena's vlog before now. I watch it for sure now. I was not watching it then, but I watch it for sure now. The content is amazing, so if you don't watch it, you should. Uh, a lot is shared on there. Mm-hmm. Um, his confessional, he said, you know, poor Rochelle. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a bad bone in her body. Oh, sure. <laughs> she doesn't have a bad bo- bone in her body that he has not fucked. <laughs> that's about the end of that, like, in bed. Like, right. that's how you end that. That's <laughs> He should start ending his confessionals with the words in bed, like you do. <laughs> Your fortune. Uh, the next scene is Lala's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Allie and, and Katie and uh, Christina Kelly are, are over there. Um, Lala, your charcuterie skills are on motherfucking point. I need that board. I wasn't even paying attention. OMG, to it. it was fucking amazing. They even talked about it. Uh, and they were... You know, Lala talked about coming full circle. You know, that place is a lot more simple than what she was living in with uh, little Harvey. (laughs) But really, it's a good full circle for her. Mm -hmm. She knows that this is a better place for her. It was like a torture chamber in the other house she compared it to. I could imagine. So, uh, you know, a year older, uh, a year wiser... She's four years sober, which is a really amazing journey for her. I, you know, I like messy Lala, but uh, Lala's still messy sober. <laughs> yeah. She just owns it when she's sober. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm all I'm all here for it. Yeah. She is probably the best sober TV I've ever seen. And it's really got to be hard being all around others. Others being drunk all the time. A- amen. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Just, yeah. But they talk about uh, that, you know, they're going to go out for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And they talk about Katie bringing her new man. <laughs> um, and Satchel. <laughs> Satchel. Named after Satchel Page, which we had to look up. Yeah, I did some. Who the fuck knows who Satchel Page is? <laughs> right. This guy was like famous in the 1920s 1940s he played for the cleveland indians uh leroy robert satchel page 
He was also played for the Negro League in the 27, 1927, that is. But, but that's... So, so it's so irrelevant, It is irrelevant. This is perfect. But can we talk about her Shih Tzu hairstyle? <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Like... I'm just really, really surprised because she described this person and said she came for the D and yeah. stayed for the conversation. And we're just going to stop that right there because yeah. we'll pick that back up when we get to the to Lala's birthday at the end. But just keep that in the back of your mind, everybody, that she came for the D and stayed for the conversation. Um, definitely felt like it, they all were like, yeah, yeah, it's so great. So first off, I I felt like this was grandstanding mm-hmm. because of what Schwartz did. I would never bring a new man to my girlfriend's birthday. Like, right. that would not be the time in which I introduced them. Like, I would want them to meet my girlfriend privately and then come to her birthday. Yeah. Only because it's super weird if you just show up at a party and you don't know anyone. Yeah. Meet Satchel. <laughs> Everybody, meet Satchel. Meet my Satchel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God love him, because, I mean, I don't know him at all, but <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> so, the the next scene was at Lisa's house, and they immediately start talking about her mini horse, Baby Rosé. Baby Rosé. That had passed away. Um, rest in peace, Baby Rosé. Uh, we were around whenever they got you, mm-hmm. so we definitely uh, know who you are. I'm sure you will be greatly missed by Lisa. She loves her animals. But it made me a laugh because the Toms arrive. They do. With flowers, first off. Mm-hmm. But they arrive to talk about a restaurant in a staged conversation. Like, yeah, they, they shouldn't have time. added in that the horse died and they came there on that day because... It just doesn't make sense. She's not grieving. She's not even involved in this restaurant. Keep trying to get so. You know, there's no reason she's not an investor. There's no reason for her to have any say. This is a staged conversation so that she can get screen time. And you know, I mean, she's an executive producer at this point. So I, I mean, I get it. I totally understand. But I just felt like they were walking into a danger zone because it's a very tense conversation that they're about to have. They sit down and they start talking about, um, the, the bar and that they can't open. And Mm -hmm. Schwartz immediately says, you know, because Sandoval tells him that, you know, we need to open and, and it just needs to happen. And zero needs to be zero. We take zero for it. We need to do it. And Schwartz is like, that's fine, but you know your your actions have to match your effort, and they don't. That only happens sometimes. Yep. And Lisa's like, well, that's key then if it's only happening sometimes. And you know he goes, whatever, that's not even true. And he does a knee slap. I put this scene up on TikTok. (laughs) I didn't even see the knee slap until y'all pointed it out for me. He did a knee slap like a granddad. He was like, what? You got me. Yeah, knee slaps and then and Schwartz calls him on his shit. He does. He, you know, he's like, 
we were supposed to work on a menu and submitting a menu. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, you went to band practice. And then after that, you got your nails yeah. fucking done. Yep. And it pans to his confessional. And he's like, first of all, that band practice was scheduled weeks ago. The band that he pays to come. So instead of dealing with things that you are paying out the ass for and about to lose your your Rest, whole, yeah, your whole your entire family, life for. Your family savings. Yeah. Your mom's retirement. Mm-hmm. I would kick your fucking ass. <laughs> Apparently you did your mom is nothing like me. Right. Because I would literally rip you a new asshole if you were my kid. Second of all, if you were my kid, I would never have invested in you. No doubt. And I guarantee you, my kids are listening to this and are like, Yeah, we would never be him because our mom would kill us. <laughs> it just it threw me for a loop because he was like Anna can't be walking around in these streets with grubby ass chip nails. Yeah. I gotta keep those white nails fresh. This is the most cisk male thing you've ever said, Tom. Absolutely. You and your stupid ass cisk male shit. Okay? <laughs> and I'm sure there's nice cisk male people out there that consider themselves cisk males because I am not homophobic by any means. I am yeah. not. I love everyone, but his way of manipulating the definition of something to fit his self-centered, egotistical, narcissistic, fucking sociopathic behavior Mm -hmm. is unreal. Absolutely unreal. You know, and one thing is his Sandoval's solution to everything is just to throw more money like, they were talking about the freezer not working. They are like, oh, just go get a new one. And then he was, you know, earlier when they were talking about the interior, you know, his, his solution again was to just offer the interior people more money. So, like, just to him, everything's just throwing money. Everything's about money. Have. Yeah, everything's <laughs> about money. And you're right. He's, he's out of money. Like, you're out of money at yeah. this point. And throwing money at things is probably how you got yourselves into a million dollars invested into a fucking strip yeah. mall restaurant. It's just stupid. It is. So, the next scene is probably the one that broke my heart the worst. Uh, Tom and Ariana are on the couch. Mm-hmm. Tom's confessionals, he's checked out of this relationship at this point completely. Yeah. He doesn't show it in front of her, though. That's the thing. And this shows you what a fucking sociopathic liar he is. He's going on Howie's fucking podcast, talking about how he tried to break up with her ten times. You're sitting right there on fucking camera with her talking about having babies. And then pan to your confessional and fucking telling her off. So it it just rubbed me such the wrong way. Uh, They talked about his sperm deposit. You know, yeah. she spoke to him about, you know, lowering his stress. Ariana says that she's not going to change her mind about the way she feels about getting pregnant mm-hmm. and going into labor. That's a sure fear for some people. That There's actually a name for it. I'm not right. really sure what it's called, but there is a phobia for it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a, a real thing. But, you know, it's 
the 21st century. We can have people have babies for us now, especially <laughs> <Right>. celebrities. <laughs> I consider you a celebrity, Ariana. So, I mean, somebody could have a baby for you. I totally think that your dreams of motherhood are not over. But she doesn't like being, like, labeled on this biological clock. So she doesn't want... Right. Somebody telling her, you must have kids within the next year or two, or your eggs are no good anymore. And they can be, you know, you could have a lot of problems. So, there's absolutely things that are happening in both worlds right now. But then, you know, it spans to his confessional. And when I say that he bashes her, Mm -hmm. like the things that he said, which she hasn't changed her mind, uh, you know... Ariana wants zero kids. Tom wants three or four in like a back flashback yeah, that they did. Yeah, it spanned back to uh, 2017. And I saw... That's like five years yeah. ago. You know, we're right. five years later and she's not changing her mind, Sandoval. You right. thought you were going to change her mind. She's not changing her mind. And really, honestly, that's the the real reason that he checked out of that relationship. He wanted things that she did not yeah. want. That's yeah. that's the real thing that happened. Um, she might or might not have kids, she says, but she uh, she thinks that having embryos is the better choice. So she's asking him to deposit, so it's not just an egg, so it is mm-hmm. an embryo. Um, Which he denied any knowledge of, or. Oh, yeah, he acted like she hadn't even asked him to do it. He did that at the reunion this season before, too. Acted like she hadn't asked about it. So there you go. Like, you can tell it's... Playing dumb. uh, The the different perspective for me is that uh, she has a different side on it. You know, it's, it's karma. He pushed Tom Schwartz to not be on Katie's side and... You know, mm-hmm. he he's complaining because she's not on his side in right. conversations. He's like a little bitch boy, which it made me laugh because he bitches and laughs about Katie for the same shit. Right. Like the same exact stuff season after season. He's like, he Tom Schwartz can't take your side for everything, Katie. And, and he even says to Ariana, I don't want you to take my side for everything. Well, it sounds kind of like you do want her to take your side yeah. for everything. Because, you know, she he goes... I feel like you think I'm an idiot. And she goes, yeah, you're not an idiot. I wouldn't be with you if, an, <laughs> if you were an idiot. And she's like endearingly <laughs> rubbing his face. Which, it, I don't know, it was weird. Right. Super, super weird. Uh, gave me the creeps. Gave It was cringy moment because we all know at this point it's, he's already sleeping fake. with her. Yeah. Yeah, he's already made up his mind, which you could tell in the confessional as he's watching it back mm-hmm. months later. You know, he's letting out his true feelings at that point. The next scene is Pump Restaurant. Mm -hmm. This was probably my least favorite scene of the whole entire episode. It's with Oliver and Garcelle. I've already told you guys I'm not a huge fan of Garcelle. Double huge, not a fan of her son. Definitely. I think that she just came on, crossed over, and brought him on. First off, Lisa Vanderpump did it because she wanted to piss off Lisa Rinna. And didn't she... Um... Didn't she bring him for, like, a job or something like well, that? Well, so he works. This, uh, the episodes um, before this 
actually in Vegas whenever they're at Vanderpump Paris. They he's a waiter there and okay. he waits on them. Remember Rochelle oh, fucks yeah. around with yeah. him? That's yeah. Oliver. That's her son. That's right. So he's working for her and she's mm-hmm. like, Oh, he's the greatest employee, blah 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 blah, whatever. Uh she she calls the she calls it a snog, their their makeout session. Yeah. <laughs> a snog. It's a kiss, like a makeout, yeah. I guess, in yeah, her yeah. language. Yeah, to look that up. Uh she also shades Lisa Rinna <laughs> by saying that um she couldn't come up with something original, which made me laugh. The they do sit down though and he gives the you know, he starts they talk about the makeout session with with Rachel and mm-hmm. um, talk about how he's been separated with his wife, but you know, she's coming forward and talking about it. Uh, yeah. and, and he claimed that he got a divorce months ago. Well, no, they're Are separated, you... got it in an apartment months yeah. ago. The, the next scene we flip to a scene that is the whistleblowing scene. We get to see Allie at James's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to decide. She's deciding what she's going to wear to Lala's birthday party. Uh, birthday party. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she immediately says that she feels like she made a mistake as they were leaving Lala's the day before. Mm-hmm. She tells Katie and Lala, and it's like, I, I, I'm taking my hands and rubbing them together. It's like, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she tells them that she saw, after See You Next Tuesday, she saw Sandoval and Rochelle dancing together at the Abbey at mm-hmm. 1 a.m. Katie immediately is like, what the fuck? You know, I would not be dancing. You know, I've been friends with him for years. I would not be dancing with him. But honestly, you're not really friends with him, Katie. You tolerate him for Ariana's sake. I guarantee to you, you're not fucking friends with him now. Right. So you were tolerating with him for Ariana's sake. And that's okay. Like, a lot of us tolerate men for our friend's sake every day of the week. Another way around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, all my friends are like, WTF? Because you know <laughs> they all like, fucking download it. Who are you talking? <laughs> no, not, none of you. Whatever. <laughs> He's being real nice. But anyway, um, I, I consider her the whistleblower of it all. You know, uh, she, James blows her off. Mm-hmm. He really thinks that Schwartz, he's like, she's with both the Toms a lot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think too much of it. Yeah. He goes, don't put too much to it. Yeah. That's what he tells her. Don't put too much to it. Uh, the next scene is, uh, Rochelle at, and she is actually in Sheena's apartment. I don't know if you know this or if the listeners know this, but that is Sheena's fucking apartment. Mm. She let Rochelle stay there. Uh, it makes you wonder, like, what do her parents think after right. all of this came out? After all these people helped her and were so good to her, you know, brought her on this TV show, gave her a job, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. <laughs> totally, totally frustrating. But uh, they immediately start talking uh, about how Oliver's wife has gone viral on social media, yep. talking about he's cheated with multiple women. And she's one of them. You know, she uh, is talking about his wife, Samantha, and Mm -hmm. 
you know, what she should do. She's got a date set up with Oliver later that night because he's in town. Hence, he was just with Lisa and Garcelle at dinner. So, you know, it was astonishing to me that both women here, neither one of them knew the right thing to do. And Brock was the only one. Good good old Brock. Good old Brock was the only (laughs) one who knew what to do. He was like, call the fucking woman. Like, call her. Stop taking his word for it. Stop looking on social media. Just fucking call her. She's going to answer you. Yeah, go to the (laughs) source. She's going to answer you and she's going to tell you the truth. Yeah. So she did. She calls her. Mm -hmm. I am going to give you some advice, Bravo. I don't know if I'm the only listener that feels this way, but if you're going to show me a phone conversation... Only show it to me if I'm going to hear both sides. Right. If that Samantha, was disappointing. Yeah. If Samantha is not going to sign off, don't fucking show me. Just show me a f- stupid confessional where dumbass cotton candy brain tells me what the fuck she said. <laughs> okay? That would be much better. <sighs> it's just annoying because yes. I don't have any idea what she fucking said back. Yeah. So... We want to know what she said. Like, it just was dumb. And it just makes me guess that... Okay, well, maybe she's telling me what she said. Mm-hmm. Hey, what? guess what, Samantha? DM me and tell me what you said. Like, let me know what you said to her on the phone. I'm dying to know what you <laughs> said to the to the, the garbage trash whore. <laughs> oh, hashtag <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, the, this was, like, moving back and forth between them talking about it and Lala's apartment where she was she greeted Christina Kelly Mm -hmm. for her birthday and they sat down and it's like Lala's like OMG that bitch handed me fucking gold (laughs) motherfucking gold uh she's been calling her a mistress Mm -hmm. since the beginning of the season it's definitely not something that Lala takes too lightly because she tried to do her due diligence and know when it was you know, real and not real, and it didn't work for her. So she definitely is on the other side, and and now she's friends with his ex-wife. So, you know, she brought... Amber brought the the stepchildren to Ocean's birthday party. Like, they're friends. Mm. So I think that's, like, so yesterday. But everybody wanting me to feel sorry for Rochelle... Hashtag too fucking soon. Not happening. Hashtag too soon. <laughs> it's just too soon, guys. I am all about redemption. Anybody can rise from the ashes. I am never going to say that you cannot come back from this. You can always come back from everything. There's always something you can do that you know shows the world who you are inside truly. So let's see it. Yep. I, I, Going on a five-star resort with uh, Sandoval is probably not it in my book. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so we'll see what, yeah. you know, the the next year has in store. Maybe the next season. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It did, t- it, like, that is the definition of a mistress. Like, what you did, Raquel... You know, just randomly hooking up with a dude and not not knowing anything about them and just, like, going in for it. You know, you didn't say, are you married? Are you seeing anybody? Like, nothing. And actually, maybe she did. Maybe she did say, are you married? And he told her he was separated. Yeah. 
Probably. But, you know, the wife says that he's still living at home whenever she, she talks to her. So, uh, it cracked me up. The best scene of that whole back and forth mm-hmm. was Brock got up and he was like, let me top you ladies off. So, he's getting up to get them one. Yeah. And then she's on the phone with uh, Samantha talking to Oliver's wife. And Sheena's like, I need more wine. <laughs> it was like a, a page turner. Uh, Rochelle, she said it was making her look bad. He was making her look bad. Right. So funny. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, right. Uh, Lala's birthday. Next at, scene. At the classic cat. The classic, classic cat. cat. Yeah. Lala looked fucking hot. Like, drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> I'm going to copy that bun look. Just so you know, I cut bangs just so I could copy that bun look for one of my outfits that I did at Christmas time. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, so, Kelly, uh, Christina Kelly and her walk in. Then, uh, following them, Katie and Satchel. And <laughs> back to, we came for the D and we stayed for the conversation. <laughs> I would have to... <sighs> Uh, come for the conversation and leave for the D. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I would stay for the conversation. You don't know because you haven't talked to him. Yeah. So you can't say that. Like, we definitely can't say that. Or at least I would not say that. You know I'm all about... Like, he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. But right after they arrive... Uh, Shortly after Ariana and Tom arrive, James and Allie arrive, and Brock and Sheena. Brock cracks me up because Brock shakes his hand and he's like, What's what, Satchel? What, Satchel? But the second, I'll give, I'll give the bronze because the gold was James and his buzz button. <laughs> yeah. But I will give the bronze to Sheena and her confessional at this point because when she called him, um, she goes... Katie here with her Macter shaggy dog looking motherfucker. <laughs> like, I lost it. She said he just looked like he got groomed at me and her he dog did. dogs. <laughs> he did remind me of Shaggy from Scooby Doo a little bit. <laughs> Who did you say he reminded you uh, of? I, I can't think of it's the, the host. It's of, the host of, of the Traitors. Traitors, yeah, yeah, Traitors. A we love Traitors on guy. Bravo. Uh, absolutely loved it. So we were on the edge of our seats. Definitely. Oh, man, it was so great. Anyway, uh, it made me laugh so bad because, you know, they're showing everybody and then it cut to Tom in his (laughs) bath at home because he wasn't invited. At the same time, whenever I was, like, taking notes and looking at this, like, I know that Rochelle is like meeting with Oliver right now Mm -hmm. so she's meeting Oliver and telling him that she really doesn't think that you know him raking her on social media by not telling her is a really great thing (laughs) hate her voice you guys I hate her voice Uh, he backpedals tells her you know whatever this scene was kind of snore fest for me because 
first of all, she's waving her big bird arms around her pinky arms and, you know, saying that uh, it's not a representative of who she is, mm -hmm. which reminded me so much of a rehearsed pageant interview response. Like, I fucking peg you. I am a pageant mom. You know how many times I host, like, coached my daughter on interview skills? That is a fucking interview answer. It's not a representative of who you are. Guess what is a representative of who you are? What you did yep. to your best friend in her own home while she slept in the other room. That is exactly what yep. I would define as a whore. I'm sorry. Like, that is my definition of a yep. whore. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, she gets in the car and she immediately texts Sheena, which means mm -hmm. she is headed over to Lala's birthday. Okay, bad idea. Right. Why in this friend group does everybody show up at everybody else's birthday when they don't fucking like them? Like, they don't like you. Why would you go there? Just have to ruin the moment. And then I thought, remember I told you whenever they showed Tom by himself, mm -hmm. I looked up. And everybody at the table was talking and, like, having fun. And Sandoval was nowhere to be found. Did she show up there so that she could get a smoocheroo from Sandoval? <laughs> Why wouldn't I be surprised? You know that yeah. they probably snuck outside for a quick little yeah. fucking... He probably followed mm. her after, they, after she left. Oh, I just can't. It, it definitely made me think that that could possibly have been something that happened. Yeah. I don't know. Easter eggs all around. <laughs> I was looking for them, hands down. Uh, it panned to uh, Tom and Sandoval and Katie sitting there uh, with Lala. Mm -hmm. uh, Rochelle texts Sheena. Sheena comes outside. She tells her everything that happened. Sheena goes in. She's like, I think you should talk to her right now. No, Sheena. No. No. This is like, t I hope you just did that for TV because I would love to be your friend one day. Like, I feel like you and I could be friends. Like, we would get along, but we would only get along if you would not do shit like that to right. me. Because I would totally be like, you little bitch. Helping people to my birthday party. Anyway, she tells her to come in and she comes in and... She's like, can I talk to you outside, Lala? <laughs> and Lala's like, huh, mistress. Oh, yeah. Like, they were talking shit about her as she walks <laughs> right. in, you know. So then when she walks With away, then it... tears coming down. Right. Then when she they walk away, everybody is, you know, Katie... You know, Katie wants to light them both on fucking fire, which cracks me up. Because mm -hmm. that is the best line ever. I'm going to light them both on fucking fire. So, <clears throat> it just... She looks at Sandoval and she's like, yeah, well, it's, it's just, it's fucking stupid. I think she's, I don't even remember what she says. She, everybody's like, hear her out. Everybody, she should hear her out. Mm -hmm. um, Katie says it's funny to her because she's a dumb bitch. And Tom says that he feels like Katie gets joy. Out of seeing this all transpire. I'm sure she does. I, she, I don't think she gets joy out. I'm sure she's getting joy out of the La La thing. Uh, because that's karma. And that's what it's called when that happens. You laugh at that and that's mm -hmm. fucking joy. 
when you see karma happen, that's fucking joy, Sandoval. Mm -hmm. We enjoy the shit out of karma. Uh, It just makes me feel really, really gross because she goes, well, so do you. You enjoy the shit out of her, too, at 1 a.m. at the fucking Abbey. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Dude, you don't don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, (laughs) dude, we definitely know what we're talking about. It... You could tell that he was flustered Mm -hmm. when she said it. And I think because it wasn't a private conversation, like, the the fluster between him and Tom, like, Tom and Tom, Mm -hmm. that is faked. And you can tell this was true fluster, and he was beside himself on what he would say in that moment. Um, Definitely felt like... Lala gave Rochelle grace, yeah, even she, in the worst. Ma- she was. She let her explain herself. She mm-hmm. hugged her. She told her, you know, she goes, listen, honey. And by the way, you're not a mistress. By the way, you are. Yeah. BTW, <laughs> Lala, she is a mistress. Uh, and that was the end was of the good. episode. Uh, big episode here. Mm-hmm. We are going to continue to follow along with the episodes as they're released. We're probably going to release another episode tomorrow for Season 1, Episode 2. So stay tuned for that. And then we'll be back, I don't know, Thursday or Friday night maybe with uh, Season 10, Episode 12. And get ready because we have four episodes left until the reunion starts man and we know that they picked up and created two additional episodes after scandal happened (laughs) so that means we're only two episodes until scandal wow so grab your seats everybody yep buckle in thanks for joining (laughs) us see you later guys